Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. We are here for all of your entertainment news. And a big thing happened yesterday afternoon in entertainment. Somebody said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm out! And it's somebody who's been doing this thing for a very long time. Yes. Yes. Who are we talking about? And a show, by the way, we are talking about Pat Sajak leaving Wheel of Fortune. A show, by the way, that has been on the air since the year I was born. So Wheel of Fortune itself has been on the air since 1975. Oh my goodness. Who? Wa- now, Mike, you know the answer to this. Who was the first host? Uh, two and two. Chuck Woolery. Oh, Chuck Woolery. We'll be back in two minutes and two seconds. Let's hope he's nowhere near okay. uh, <laughs> showing up to replace Pat Sajak, who's been on the show since the 1980s. And that certainly was as long as I've been watching the show because I was a child of the 80s, even though I was born in the late 70s. Um, so this truly is the end of an era, an era which every it's like one of those things where every couple of years I'd be like, is Pat? Wheel of Fortune, like, is that still a thing? It is literally still a thing. Now, I know people who watch regularly or religiously are like, duh. But for those of us who maybe aren't appointment TV watchers, broadcast TV watchers, it is just phenomenal to think that this show with both Pat Sajak and Vanna White is still kicking and stretching and kicking. But yes, Don, as you suggested, Pat Sajak himself, aged 76, took to Twitter yesterday and said, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Um, what I want to know is, who's going to replace him? Well, that is a great question. Uh, and I, when I first saw the story yesterday, thought to myself, there's only one person that could replace Pat St. Jack. And that is a guy by the name of Mike Anger. Yeah. <laughs> because you guys, Mike, yeah. he loves this is shows. your chance. I know. Because yeah. we need someone who can run this show for a generation. Now, you're going to have to come up with an arrangement wherein you can produce this show from noon to three every day. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But then, I, I feel like it's possible because the show comes, well, I don't know when they tape. You could go out to L.A. for a while shoot a bunch of episodes, mm-hmm. and then come back. Yeah, I think he, Pat Sajak, only worked like, I don't know, a month and a half out of the year or something. Oh, they did it all very, very, very short amount of time. Gosh, does he not wear his toupee when he's not working? Does he have a toupee? Oh, my gosh, it just feels like it. 
<laughs> it feels like that is A or B. So he once had an iconic moment where he said, well, everyone keeps uh, having all the, because there was a big storyline for a while about him having fake hair. Oh, and he wow. says, and he's like, oh, you're going to keep talking about this? Well, here. And he pulled off his ha- hair and he was actually wearing like one of those bald fake caps. bald caps on top of fake hair. So he did, does have, I, th- I think it might be his real hair. I don't know. It looks. You can actually pull up the clip. He, he yeah, pulls his hair I see off. This. He's bald. Yeah. I see this clip. Okay. Yeah. But what's well, what's crazy to me is that he just he doesn't look the same, of course, as he did in the in the eighties. But I mean, he doesn't look that far off. And Vanna White also looks amazing. And the two of them are just icons and institutions. But look, we're trying to reestablish a new icon and institution in the form of Mike Anger. Would you like, so for the listeners who don't know, Mm -hmm. you're obsessed with game shows. Yes, have been for most of my life. I grew up watching game shows, Game Show Network. It was a big part of my life. And he's the host of our very own game show, Mm -hmm. Game Show Roulette. Yes. Um, Do in the pantheon of game shows. Yeah. Where does Wheel of Fortune sit for you? Oh, Mm. for me personally. um, And just because I, this show has dominated for so long and it's so simple and it's the type of game my favorite game show of all time is jeopardy it's always been but there's a lot of people that sit down and watch jeopardy and they're just like i don't know any of this stuff this is stupid why am i watching this right when they don't think about the strategy and things like that wheel fortune is by far the most approachable and it's the most play at homeable this is i would argue this is probably from an overall standpoint the greatest game show of all time yeah Certainly I truly the most feel like successful, it is. Yeah. Right. In in persisting and yeah. really appealing to, you know, both the audience as well as the people playing it. Even Price is Right. Like a lot of people love Price is Right. But given the daytime that it's on and also given the fact mm. that, you know, you play three pricing games, then you spin a wheel. Then you play three pricing games, then you spin a wheel. You have a showcase. It's that formula. There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of commercials and everything. Wheel oh. Fortune is just game, game, game. And it's just puzzle after puzzle after puzzle. And it doesn't matter if you're sitting there and you're six years old or you're 96 years old you're playing those you're puzzles always trying to do I, the puzzle i remember my sitting with my grandma and grandpa trying to solve those puzzles every time on wheel of fortune because they watched it every single night after supper that is just something people did and people still do to this day mm, my mom does yep. she has my wheel watchers club number on the back of her remote yeah okay uh y- what are the letters you're picking mike uh well after rstlne then i would uh probably <laughs> Yeah, I would probably go with like an A and N and M and I don't know exactly the odds there, but uh, yeah, yeah, or M was already there. Sorry, A and uh, M and uh, G Mm -hmm. for sure. G. Mm -hmm. Here's the the H. H. I think we need to get Mike in front of the producers of Wheel of Fortune. So to that end, how can we do this, Don? Well, I think we need to make an audition tape for him. Oh yeah. We'll be the we stupid a- contestants. We have that prize wheel that they oh, use for yeah. promotions. We'll just set it on its back. Mike, and then we'll how are you it. feeling about your, like, do you feel like you could do the host? I mean, host wise, you know, you, you've hosted all sorts of game shows. Sure. But like this one in particular, how are you feeling about it? Like. Well, I think I could. I just, I don't think I've got, I, for the next host, and I already, I, I'd be willing yeah. to bet anybody, I have already know who the next host who? is going to be. Um, for, he, he's a guy who recently had some time get freed up. Um, but you need somebody who's a little bit more established, somebody that has that almost like father-like presence over people. Not saying this guy necessarily has that father-like presence, but a, a guy who can take this show into the next generation, I would be willing to bet 
that this is going to be Ryan Seacrest. I was just going to say, you the way you described it, that's Ryan Seacrest. Mm. He just had an opening. He just had an opening. He has got a lot of time on his hands now. Or not, I mean, he's still extremely busy. Yeah. But uh, this is a show that can can tape for, you know, like I said, a couple of months out of the year. Uh, and he's that type of guy. You need somebody like that. Who's just so um, more on the, like, we trust him to be um, just uh, kind of a stable person that isn't going to make it about him agreed 100 percent. so you're saying that we should not consider someone else who's had a recent opening like who who was a host of another show kim zolciak oh oh Oh. she was a judge and a well she wasn't a judge excuse me she was a host of a competition reality show that didn't it didn't jibe with her personality because she did like Vanessa to make Lachey. things all about her. Oh, oh, I don't know. Tyra Banks. Oh, Tyra. there you go. You see Tyra Banks doing the Wheel of Fortune. Oh yeah, she's a wheel watcher. She can wear a great outfit every she's time. A, no, but I think to Mike's point, that would he, she would make it about herself. Mm, so I Wayne think Brady, need, I think, would oh, be great. Wayne he has Brady, a lot of one. energy, yep. and he knows how to host things. Yeah, Jane like, Lynch. Oh God, yes, but Melissa. Yeah. Our good friend, Peterman. Melissa Peterman. Oh, yeah. would be another great name as well. I mean, none Wait. of these names are as good as Mike Anger. I would just like to remind <laughs> no you No kidding. All. Mike, you need to think higher of yourself we, here. We should do a, a... Would you be up for doing a little... Uh, audition. Audition video? I'll do anything. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll do anything we'll for the in show. Front of that Anytime. screen downstairs. Sure. Put a wheel. All right. And we will be unruly contestants. Yeah, so you're going to have to, like, lay the smack down. show Like, the when world we talk about, like, hey, of. Bradley, tell us about yourself. He'll go on for too long, and then you'll have to go, thank you so much. And now we're moving on to Don. And, and you're you can so just going, be but really wait, excited. I have to tell you about Wheezy. You're really, and you can just be like the overexcited guest. Me, <laughs> that's like, <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike, we got your work cut out for yeah. you. Yeah, sounds I, good. I'm in. I think the future I, is bright. I think, uh, yeah. If we'll I, also give them a tape of a mashup, like a, a reel of all of your game, uh, show, game roulette. show roulette hosting. Yes. And exactly. I also think if that doesn't work out hosting, I would happily take over for Vanna, too. I mean, oh, I, can, yes. I can rock that stage as well and stamp up there and flip over the letters, press the button. I think, do you think she's going to retire as well or I is think she going to stay? She, I think she should. I, not should. I just think that she, I it's think likely. they're, it would they're just so be sad. known yeah, they're together. A they're a pair and it would be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it maybe, would be a time if I were her, I'd be like, oof, I'm going to take me a break. Mm-hmm. And I think Maggie Sajak is probably going to be in line to potentially take over for Vanna. So. Well, yes. So Maggie, I was reading about her. That's the daughter of one Pat Sajak, mm-hmm. right? And yep. she's like their course, digital correspondent or something. She posts a lot about the show. And she's filled in when uh, Vanna's been out a few times. And I yeah. think, yeah, that okay. would okay. probably be a possibility. Um, It'll be a family connection. I yeah. saw that Ken Jennings had an opinion. I'm like, why are we asking him? But he wanted uh, Whoopi Goldberg to be the new hmm. um, oh, Pat interesting. Sajak. Yeah, yeah, she would. She's always a great host. Mm-hmm. Can we agree? Not Mario Lopez, though. <sighs> yes. Please. Okay. All right. When we come back, Johnny Depp has announced what he's spending that million dollars that Amber Heard gave him. Right here on my. Did it first equity. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Your Boat Club. You heard me tell you about my orientation over the weekend. So I signed up for a trial membership. I had my orientation over the weekend on Lake Minnetonka. I am set and ready to go to begin my boating experience this summer. 
In fact, I think our first day on the water is going to be in just a couple weeks. I'll tell you all about it. But look, here's the thing. The benefits of your boat club are many. They take care of the hassle of getting on the water. You just take care of the fun. You literally show up, boat, enjoy the day on the water, come back. They take care of the rest. Truly, it is that easy. And if you're going to be renting a cabin or um, uh, you've got a cabin and you want a boat on whatever lake you are on this summer, your boat club can bring the boat to you. They'll literally bring you the fun. Head to yourboatclub.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley at Dawn, My Talk 107.1, your place for entertainment. We have to talk about Johnny Depp. Now, we're over the big trial with Amber Heard. He did get a settlement in that uh, defamation uh, case. And he said he was going to donate it to charity. Now we're finding out uh, what charities he's going to donate the money to. Yeah, so Amber Heard had to fork over $1 million to Johnny Depp. And I believe that that was actually probably her insurance company that paid that money. So Mm. (laughs) she didn't have to pay it. Um, But... Wow, Although I don't know that for sure. I could be making yeah, it Yeah, I mean, how do you have personal insurance on your life and like what what you say and what comes out of your mouth? Like how would that, I don't know what kind of, there are probably other types of insurance you can get for like dumb behavior. So sources with direct knowledge told TMZ that that million dollars is going to be split up. Yeah, it says right here. It was reported that it was covered by her insurance company as part of the settlement following the U.S. defamation trial. That million dollars is going to be split up among five charities. And when I read that, I was like, okay, that's interesting. You know, probably it's a very uh, magnanimous gesture to fork over that money to charity instead of just pocketing it. I guess it gives, you know, another opportunity for us to think you know kindly and highly of johnny depp you mm. know after whatever it, it it's a move yeah. but the move actually benefits some interesting organizations and in fact i was reading about these organizations they are ones i've never heard of and i thought well this is kind of cool because it shines a light on them you know much like in the way here on my talk whenever we are raising funds for different organizations oftentimes we're sharing new organizations with people and then it it you know in addition to raising money for them it also just raises awareness to the mm-hmm. broader audience so i thought we could do kind of a similar thing with our uh these five charities that johnny depp has decided to split that million i also think it's interesting that he chose five different charities mm-hmm. and they are as follows we don't have to go through all of them but I'll tell you the couple of the ones that stuck out. And if you want to know more about any of these, let me know. Uh, there's one called the five R make a film foundation. Oh. I bet it has to do with people making films who've never had the chance to do so. Uh, but more on that, the painted turtle. I didn't know anything about the painted turtle. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. called red feather. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Tetiaroa Society, I'm probably mispronouncing that, and the Amazonia Fund Alliance. So those are the five charities that are splitting the million dollars from Amber Heard to Johnny Depp. Okay, I know very little about any of these. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, what do you want to know? Do you I want to know. know um, so the first one seems a little obvious to me um, about the Make a Film Foundation. I'm sure it's just to help people who are just trying to start out in the business make actually, their films. Actually, no? the Make a Film Foundation is, you know, maybe it, that rings a bell. That that uh, format, Make a Blank. Make a wish. So the Make a Film Foundation grants film wishes to children with a serious or life-threatening medical condition. Oh! It helps them create short film legacies by teaming with noted actors, directors, and writers. Oh, God. I'm going to start crying. I know, right? It makes you want to go, and you can on their website, see some trailers and learn more about the organization. Again, it's makeafilmfoundation.org. And they are one of the charities. And clearly... Johnny Depp has been involved with this organization because he is on the on a trailer for oh, that organization. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that's why he selected it. Oh. Then I told you there's the painted turtle. Have you heard of the painted turtle? Um, okay. I think it might have to do with I'm just gonna guess. Yeah, no, I like this. That it has to do with um painting turtles. Not painting turtles, but helping endangered turtles deliver babies that go back into the sea or turtles that have been there uh, there's um like a when you get a six pack of coca-cola and that plastic around it that you're supposed to cut up maybe they have those around their neck this has nothing to do with turtles honey (laughs) no no okay the painted turtle a serious fun camp founded by paul newman it's a camp for kids with serious medical conditions okay and as they say on their the trend here, uh, as they say on their website, the Painted Journal is more than a camp. It's a place where children with serious medical conditions can just be kids, mm. totally free of charge. And uh, it looks like they've served over 138,000 kids since 2004, and uh, over 3,500 volunteer hours. That's incredible. That's wonderful. Okay, what about the next one? Uh, okay, so again, we're talking about the charities that Johnny Depp is splitting his Amber Heard money. This is kind of what I wouldn't you love to just have a million dollars to like split up among charities? That would be that is like part of the reason why I would want to have a lot of money is right? to give it away. Yeah. And I know that sounds like I'm virtue signaling, but it's true. Yeah. Well, let's be clear you'd spend a lot of it too. It's fine. Oh, sure. After <laughs> I spent the money I wanted to. So, <laughs> no. so Red Feather. Uh, do you want to guess what red feather is? Red feather is to save birds. You're very literal, uh, Cardinals. You're Cardinals very, that are suffering. <laughs> very literal. <laughs> no. Cardinals fans. Uh, has nothing to do with birds. Or baseball. In fact, red feather, their mission statement, is to partner with indigenous communities to develop and implement lasting and impactful housing 
Solutions. Okay. They currently serve the Hopi tribe and the Navajo Nation in Arizona. Okay. Love so, it. again, making affordable housing uh, possible for folks in those communities. Okay. That's redfeather.org. The other one, the Painted Turtle, I told you about, that's just the PaintedTurtle.org uh, so far. So, the Painted Turtle, the Red Feather, make a film. And lastly, we didn't get to the Tetiaroa Society and uh, Amazonia Fund Alliance, both of those dealing with environmental concerns. Okay. To learn more, uh, we'll post those on our show links page, Great. or at least the one article with all of them, so you I don't have to post each yes, individual yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Dawn has a true crime update for us. Oh, yeah. On My Talk 107.1. Entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. I want you to do me a favor. Have you reserved your spot to hang out with me on Wednesday, June 21st? That's next week. Next Wednesday, I'm hosting an event with Alight to celebrate World Refugee Day. And I would love for you to join me. I'm going to be sitting down and having a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna, the author of 25 Million Sparks, The Untold Story of Refugee Entrepreneurs. We're going to follow up our chat with delicious arepas from Soleil Ramirez at Arepa Bar. And also joining us for this fun event, some of our newest fellow Minnesotans. That's Afghan and Ukrainian newcomers who've settled in our community over the last year. So I would love for you to join us. It's very easy to be a part of this very very thoughtful, meaningful conversation next Wednesday. Just head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. It's going to be a fun evening, an informative evening, and it would be great to see you there. Reserve your spot today. Anger. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. We are here for entertainment, and uh, we're always interested in true crime podcasts and on this show and also, um, you know, just stories in the media about people who think they're going to get away with murder. Um, there's one case in particular where a woman named Corey Richards allegedly poisoned her husband with fentanyl. Okay? This story. It's crazy. They lived in Park City, Utah. And the reason why we're talking about it again is because a judge denied her to be released on bail. Oh, okay, which is probably a good thing. Again, this is the woman that allegedly, supposedly uh, fentanyled her husband and then wrote a book about it. A children's, well, she <laughs> she did not write a book about killing her husband, mm-hmm. but she wrote a book about grief and loss yeah. after with children yeah, after like she how? caused the death, allegedly, mm-hmm. of her children's father. Yes. Her husband of nine years, uh, Eric Richens. So the judge basically said, no, you cannot be out on bail while we, before you get to your trial. Yeah. Uh, so some of the circumstances are pretty terrible because they also just released some of the things she searched for on her iPhone. Oh, Would let you me like guess. to know some of the things? Did it involve how do I kill my husband without anyone finding out? I mean, they were so on the nose like that that I just can't believe it. So one of them was, what is a lethal dose of fentanyl? Oh my God! Oh, it gets worse. Also, can cops force you to do a lie detector test? What? Another one, this one is really interesting. Luxury prisons for the rich in America. 
She knew she was going to prison. She if just she wanted did to make go to sure prison, she wanted to make sure she wanted to know which one. Prisons. Luxury prisons for the rich in America. Oh, my God. Here's another this one. This woman. She types out clickety-clack on her phone so it doesn't make this noise. Death certificate says pending. Will life insurance still pay? Question mark. Oh, man. Here's another one. If someone is poisoned, what does it go down on the death certificate as? That full phrase. I I mean, seriously, I just, this is not a world I I want to live in for a variety of reasons. You know, of course, there's a a terribly tragic murder involved here in the story. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, is this woman stupid? Like, I get the answer to that question is yes, but what, like, what? Yeah. What? Do you, the, what did you think was going to happen? Well, here's... Like, do people not do... Maybe I'm so just, like, paranoid, but, like, I, what? Mm-hmm. There's another one that she... <laughs> here's another phrase she typed into her iPhone. Apparently, last, after she searched for the other things. How to permanently delete information from an iPhone remotely. Mm. Like... Oh, the cops have my iPhone. How can I, like, I don't know. I'm sure the cops are watching that search. (laughs) I don't even know if she did that on her phone or if she just did that on her home computer. Go to the library. Whatever it is, honey. (laughs) Whatever you typed on that Google search, it's it's never going away. Right. Especially if you murder someone. Yeah. So there was um, what she claimed, by the way, just to go back in time a little bit with this, is that um, she, whenever he passed away, she claimed that she was in the other room. She had one of their children was sick and she she wasn't even in the room when he passed away. She says that she came into the room and he was dead in the morning. But the police did a like they can really pinpoint point where your phone is also, and it was in the bedroom yeah there are a lot of holes in this woman's and story and, for stuff during that time uh, a lot of holes in this woman's story it is hard to understand uh what world she was living in that she thought she would not be caught much less convicted we'll see what happens but this is also remember because i brought you this story because of the twist which was that she wrote this story of this children's book about grief oh God. and um like it would be laughable if it wasn't so tragic. Remember in that story, this is also the the woman that attempted to kill her husband allegedly more than once, such oh. that remember the husband got sick on a trip. <gasps> That's right. And they said were overseas. Po- she's poisoning me. They were in I Italy. I think she's trying to kill me. And like we were like, why did why did that never get resolved? Right. And there were other times, it was more than one time that she had attempted to, well, allegedly, right, that she had attempted or at least given people the idea that she was out to harm her husband. Yes. Um, his sister got a chance to make an impact statement during this pretrial uh, hearing. Um, and I won't get into it too much, but. You know, she was the one that he called when he was in Italy saying, I think that Corey has tried to um, poison me. Yeah. Like, I really do think that she's done something to my meal. 
And so he's in a foreign country. She's like, you know, probably get the hell out of there. But then there wasn't any. Um, listen, I am not blaming the victim. At no, all. it's hard, though, to not ask obvious questions like, why didn't you at that point? If you if I'm uttering the words, I think this person's trying to kill me. My partner. Like, are you not taking that seriously? Because it's possible. Maybe he was like half serious about it. Yeah. But if you are serious, I mean, did you not have the means to remove yourself or was it because you were afraid for the safety of the children? I don't right. know. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, again, I can't imagine what goes into that. And and tragically, we'll never know the answer because right. this person is now dead at the hands, allegedly, of their spouse. Yeah. So um, but you still it doesn't mean you don't ask the questions. That's right. Like if your sibling, one of your siblings calls you, Dawn, and says, I think my partner is trying to poison me. What? You know, what What do you say? I say, let me get out of work tomorrow. I'm going to drive down and get you out of there. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would not take no for an answer. I would be there. Because I think that people don't want to believe these terrible things about yeah. their spouse. Well, that's what I mean. At the point that you verbalize it, that must yeah. mean you, because how long have you carried around the suspicion? Yeah, it's just so scary. Um, And there's all kinds of things, you know, she, you know, withdrew money from bank accounts without her husband's knowledge and tried to change a life insurance policy to make herself the sole beneficiary. Well, yeah, that was the other thing he said. He, I remember this. He recognized that or no, he actually told his siblings that he changed the beneficiary of the life insurance, not like away from her yes. because he was afraid that. She, and I was like, dude, you need to tell her that. Yeah, because she still thinks she's on. She's a beneficiary. But at the point that you're changing beneficiaries, maybe he did. And she tried to, you know, she changed it. But if you are, mm, I just, I don't know how any of that works. So, um, uh, you know, and then the defense, I'm just thinking about her lawyer. Like basically her lawyer says, you know, there is no evidence that says that she ever bought fentanyl or brought it into the home. That's well, that's because there was another guy, right? There was another party that she was getting. Yes. So there's also all of these text messages back and forth from this man saying, like, can you get me fentanyl? I want to kill my husband. Yeah. Like, it's just so you don't have a chance at yeah. this point in my mind. Like, so the guy dies from a fentanyl overdose and you have all of these searches on your computer. You've got the uh, life think, insurance policy and text messages. We are not murderers. No. And to be in the mind of a murderer I would imagine somebody has to be, well, I don't know what the appropriate clinical term is, psych, psychopathic, mm-hmm. sociopathic, whatever it is, whatever the pathology is, mm-hmm. it, it must be such that you believe that the normal rules that apply to the universe do not apply to you. Yeah. That the rationalism you and I would apply to like... If I want to kill someone, maybe I shouldn't Google search it on my phone, mm-hmm. right? Like, I worry wh- even sometimes about, like, honestly, because we talk about stuff like this or we talk about celebrities doing weird things, some of the things that I search on my phone, I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's show prep. But, like, what this if is someone sees my phone? You will be, like, literally, I can see, like, the police invest uh, the interrogation room. Dawn is like, you don't understand. I work for my doctor. Yeah. The and things that I have Bradley, to search. And then they would bring you and they'd be like, on 
the 6th of September. We were talking in, about farts. On 19, in, you know, 2022, <laughs> did you discuss this? And you go, I don't know what we talked about yesterday on this show. I don't know what I How talked about. I remember? At 301, I officially, or actually about 257, yes. I don't remember anything I we've don't. talked about for the previous I, Seriously, and so you would be no help to me and, at all. And I imagine there are times when I have, you know. We um, erase everything and start over the next day. That I have, like, Google search, like, how long can you fart without <laughs> passing out? <laughs> something. You know, like, just like the, the absurd things ever. that we have. How many decibels? Typed, like, how did this woman kill her husband? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean, things that would be really t- incriminating, honestly. <laughs> but again, every, and this is the thing I love about our. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your job. How many times do you catch yourself going, well, I work in radio. And you're like, you know, I can Google this. It's, it's fine. It's like, why were you talking about farts? I'm, oh, I work on the radio. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why were, were you, you Googling, Googling like... <laughs> Uh-huh. strange sexually transmitted diseases <laughs> yes yes why did you click on that what because it came up well, yeah. my computer's listening to us <laughs> so future uh police investigators pull the tape yeah and um we search for a lot of weird stuff but that doesn't mean we're into it or doing it <laughs> <laughs> i like that she's giving herself a blanket like Mike, Amnesty and for Mike and for mostly Bradley. Mike. Mostly I feel like me. producers the... get screwed. Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. Most of the time, I don't even get to what I'm googling over here because uh, that computer. I'm in. just saying oh, yeah. that this computer thing. in that room. That, room that is the FBI painted. That is disease. Every time we see a crazy story, you're like, well, yeah. Can you looking... find the details, Mike? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, who is this person? Actually, that's five different people on one computer. Yeah. There's an STD of computer viruses. This <laughs> has is, all of this them. Is, it is so diseased. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, you know, I really do hope she goes to jail. Uh, it's just, you do, again, it's, it's again, you would laugh. If just not for the children's for the, book alone. For being, for being so tragic, but laugh in the face of death haha it's like the only way we can deal with such tra- you know just and then she, yeah and to she's think trying that to get that sympathy woman can stare at an entire room full of people with a straight face and say that she didn't do those things oh when goodness. it's so clear well, from so the they evidence haven't entered a plea yet and that is possible that oh, there okay. could be a plea agreement so that hasn't been brought up yet but it looks like she's you know She's, they have a whole bunch of things like, oh, he was a really big partier and he used to do cannabis and he used to drink. And it's just like, so he, I think they're implying that he took the fentanyl himself for some type of a purpose for getting high or something like that. While your I wife's just, ca- I, I would like to be there for the questioning. Why did you search for those things then? Yeah. If like, you oh, don't, well, he was if you don't work that. on a radio station, what purpose could you possibly have? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that point that, yes, this is the, yes, this is the person you're looking for. Okay. Five times the legal dosage of fentanyl. We have to go. Oof. When we come back, Mike is going to spin his game show roulette wheel when we play game show roulette right here. On- oh, 
isn't the weather beautiful? Summer weather is here and you want to be outside all the time. Yes, but maybe enjoying the things you used to is a little more difficult if you've gained some weight. Well, Livia Weight Control Centers is there to help you. These are not fad diets that are like, okay, what's the new diet this year? No, these are doctor-recommended doctor programs and um, registered dietitians and nutritionists actually put them together for you. That happened for me and I lost 30 pounds on the Livia program. They also teach you how to maintain your weight loss because these are easy things to do. It's actually very easy to lose weight when you're on the right plan with Livia. They take your life into consideration. You know, this is personalized attention, one-on-one support from Livia Weight Control Centers. You can get eight weeks free when you mention me. Uh, just call 855-GO-LIVIA or go to livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Do it this summer. Do it now because you get eight weeks free when you mention my talk or Don McLean. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. I can't believe it's already the end of the show. We say that every day because we're having so much fun. If you missed any of the show and you'd like to go back and listen, you can always do that on our website or our app, mytalk1071.com. Okay, it's time to get into Game Show Roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Let's give that wheel a spin and find out what we are going to play today. Not that one. No, no, no. Oh, my goodness. It's definitely our most popular space on the wheel. We play it usually once a week or so because there are so many of those spaces on the wheel. Let's name that tune. Oh, good. We haven't played it for a while. You almost sounded like you were uh, sincere with that good. That was not oh, sincere. Good. Oh, good. That's fine. I yeah. love it. I love it. Everyone knows Ain't That Tune. They love this game. Uh, that's why we play it so often, and I've added so many spaces to the wheel. That is uh, Name That Tune. I'm going to give you a little descriptor. Now, these all are going to share the same category, and the category for this one, last week, Billboard released their list of the top 10 songs of the summer for every year Ooh. from like the 70s to now. So each one of these are the number one considered song of the summer by Billboard. Okay. So I'm going to give you the year while I give you the descriptor. Then the two of you will go back and forth and bid on how many seconds it's going to take you to get it. Of course, if you bid and you say I can name it in three seconds, if you can successfully name it, better do it. Yeah, if you can successfully name it in three seconds, you'll get the point. If you cannot, your opponent will get the point, and it's a race to three. All righty. Ready to do this? Yeah. All right. Let's we win got some money. Five of them. I just flipped a <laughs> coin. Get any money. Somebody what? call it in the air. Tails. It is tails. Oh, all right. You get to decide if you uh, how long it's going to take you or where you want to start the bidding on this first one. Okay. The year is 1980. So this is the song of the summer, 1980. And your clue, this was the first number one hit for a guy who shares a nickname with his first top 40 song. Hmm. Shares oh. a nickname with this. So this was wow. the first number one hit for a guy who shares a nickname with his first top forty song. Go ahead and start the bidding. Okay, I can name that tune in five seconds. Bob, I can or Dawn, I can name that tune in four seconds. Um, Bradley, Bob, I can. Bradley, Bob, Bob, and Bradley, I can name that tune in three seconds. Wow. Okay, three seconds. Should I let her name that tune? Do you think? Mm. Okay, Dawn. Mm-hmm. 
We gotta we gotta move a little bit Name quicker that on this one. There we go. <laughs> okay, I love when Mike tells us to get it going. That's what I gotta do yeah, as yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. Pat Sajak, okay. you know. Yes. All right, so here we go again. Your okay. clue. Uh, this was the number first number one hit for a guy who shares a nickname with uh, his first top forty song. You've got uh, what was it? Three seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. three seconds. Name this tune. What's the matter? Billy Joel. Name that tune. Um. <laughs> Come on, John. I can't laugh. do it. I'm sorry. Can I can't I do it. it. I can't do it. You can. Uh, still rock and roll to me. It is still rock and roll still to me. Still rock and roll to me. That's his nickname, still, still rock and roll to me? Roll. No, his top 40 song is Piano Man. His first top oh, I thought 40, you meant this song. This was the first okay. number one hit for a guy who shares a nickname okay. with his first top 40 song. Okay, great Man. job. All right, Bradley, you got that first one. <laughs> great job. Let's move on to number two, Bradley. Get you, no get to, you get to start the bidding with this one. The year okay. is two... By the way, uh, it's still rock and roll to me. That was the 1980 song of the summer. Now we're going to the song of the summer, 2012. Oof. Thanks to another hit the next year, this artist avoided the one-hit wonder tag this tune nearly brought her. Oh, God, that's a lot of words. Thanks to another hit the next year, this artist avoided the number one or the uh, one-hit wonder tag that this tune nearly brought her. Got Again, it. start your bidding, and this year was 2012, by the way. Well, I mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be a one-hit wonder. Wait, is this the one-hit wonder, or is this the next one? On your clue. This artist avoided the one-hit wonder tag that this tune nearly brought her. So, yes, this is going to okay. be the one-hit wonder. Uh, Dawn, I can name that tune in uh, three seconds. Bradley, I can name that tune in two seconds. Wow. Wow. All right, Dawn, name that tune. All right, Don, you've got mm-hmm. two seconds to name this tune from 2012. Again, thanks to another hit the next year, this artist avoided the one-hit wonder tag that this tune nearly brought her. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, ooh, I just met you. Come on. Call me maybe. Call me maybe. There it is. Oh, call she me got maybe. I thought it was going to be Kesha TikTok, so wow. that's what I had in my mind. Okay. Nope, nope. Call she, me had a, she had that hit with Good Owl job. City the next year. Good yes, time. That yes, helped her avoid Bieber. that uh, Yeah, number one uh, hit deck. Okay, here we go. Uh, this one is from 1973. This tune is about a rich, large individual whose bark is worse than his bite. And Dawn, you get to start the bidding. Okay, um, I can name that tune in um, uh, uh, three seconds. I can name that tune in two seconds. I think I know what it is already. Then say one second. Name, uh, I can name that tune in one second. Dawn, okay. name that tune. Here we go. You've got one second mm-hmm. of this tune. Uh, bad, bad Leroy Brown. She oh, does it. She got Nicely it. That's done. exactly what I thought. Yeah, Ooh. Leroy Brown. Okay. Yes, there you Bam. go. So Bam. with that, Leroy back Brown. to back corrects for Dawn. She is up to two points now. Uh, if Bradley gets this one, it'll come down to the final. Otherwise, mm. we uh, will have a winner here. Who knows? Who knows? This it's anybody's game. This tune was humorously entwined into a 2010 Mark Wahlberg film. 1995, the year. Oh, okay. 1995, Song of the Summer. This tune was humorously entwined into a 2010 Mark Wahlberg film. Oh, shoot. Go ahead and start the bidding. Who's ever up? I think it's Bradley. Uh, Dawn, I can name that tune in four seconds. Bradley, I can name that tune in three seconds. Uh, Dawn, name that tune. Three seconds for the win. Dawn, Mm -hmm. name... This tune. 
Oh, don't go chasing waterfalls. You go ahead and chase those waterfalls. You're the winner today. Shocking. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Nicely done. Wow. I was listening to a podcast today, and the guy was talking about how um, this video really opened up his mind Mm. to... It was a puberty kind of situation for him where because in the video they turn into like liquid tlc turns into like liquid girls and the boobies made him go yeah that's interesting what's the podcast it is called feeling asian all right yeah uh thank you for that lovely edition of name that tune mike as always thank you get busy on your wheel of fortune audition (laughs) video as soon as you can yes and when we come back, oh, look, actually, we're not coming back, Dawn. No. Because up next, Lori and Julia take over. <sighs> Don't forget, by the way, we need to remind people, if you missed any of our show, we've got uh, our podcast, which is available on our website, but also all of our blind items. You may have noticed that segment got longer, so that will be available as well very mm-hmm. soon. But if not, you can go back and listen to the first hour of our show on our podcast page at mytalk1071.com. Go finish your chicken of the sea over there, yes. Dawn. And uh, Lori and Julie will be up next with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond right here on My Talk 1071. Bye! Bye.